So WWE Raw starts off in the same old fashion that it has started off in for the past God knows how many months with a, what, 20 minute mic spill. We start off with Miz TV. The A-lister and his B-rating tag team partner who used to be the Impact World Champion for God knows how long ago. Anyway, John Morrison and the Miz are in the ring. Randy Orton's music hit. Randy Orton comes out pretty much telling Miz not to be a pussy, just to challenge him for the belt, get it over with. Telling Miz that he remembers when they threw him out of the locker room and he didn't do shit and remembered when John Morrison went and wrestled for the minor leagues and during the time that he was gone, Miz didn't do shit, blah, blah, blah. And then now New Day's come out and New Day says, do I hit you grown men talking about the caution and all this other shit? And uh, Randy just RKO'd Kofi. Big E went after, um, uh, Big E went, <laughs> or not Big E, but uh, Xavier Woods, my bad, Big E's on SmackDown. Xavier Woods went after Miz and Morrison, and now Drew McIntyre has come to the ring, and Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton are beating the living shit out of each other. Miz just smacked Drew McIntyre in the back with the briefcase. Uh, Morrison, of course, drags his carcass back into the ring, and they grab McIntyre, and Randy grabs the belt, and they throw McIntyre to Randy, and Randy hits him with an RKO. So it looks like uh, Miz, Morrison, and Randy are working together to take out uh, Drew McIntyre there. And apparently there's a six-man tag match that has now been signed for tonight. And I'm guessing that has something to do with Randy, Miz, and Morrison taking on uh, Drew McIntyre. And I don't know who his partners are yet. That has not been revealed unless, you know... Unless it's New Day, of course. It could be New Day. Yes, it is. It could be. We don't know, but they didn't do an exactly 20-minute mic spill, but they killed 11, 11 or 12 minutes of the, the open of the show here with Miz TV and everybody talking and, and the, the run-ins and stuff. And now Randy and Miz are having a stare down. Randy is fully aware of the fact that he is the champion. He's got a target on his back and that Drew McIntyre still wants to kick his ass and now the Miz wants to cash in on him, so... Randy is uh, steadily keeping an eye on Miz. Drew's still in the ring, so we'll find out as the show goes on what's going down as, you know, we kicked off with, you know, the, the normal tradition of, of talking instead of action. I think if they want to make improvements on the damn show, they need to open up with a good, solid match that sets the standard for the show instead of a, an interview segment or something. But coming up next is the mat, uh, the match that we've been talking about earlier. It is the Triple Threat Survivor Series qualifying match. The best of the best here. Survivor Series will determine the best of the best. And we got Jeff Hardy taking on Elias, taking on Matt Riddle in a Triple Threat match. The winner will be the fifth member of Team Raw to go to Survivor Series to take on the five-man team of Team SmackDown. We've already got Braun Strowman, Sheamus, AJ Styles, and of course... That uh, that overgrown walking turd, Keith Lee. I'm just not impressed with Keith Lee, and that's that's in no way I, that I was not referencing you know anything that anybody can take offense to. I'm just saying he's a turd. Like he can't talk. He sounds. I'm sorry. He tries to sound like he's fucking college educated, smarter than you, and and make you feel dumb. And he can't wrestle. Half his shit he botches. Now, granted, he can move for a big man, but half the shit he does, he botches. 
But his mic skills suck as bad as Roman Reigns's. And that's just my opinion. But it's true. So, fuck him. So we'll find out tonight who the fifth member of Team Raw is. I don't know why the hell they don't just let AJ Styles' big-ass bodyguard be the fifth member. He's pretty fucking big. But uh, up next, like I said, it'll be uh, Jeff Hardy taking on Elias. And Kiwi. So as we watched it transpire through the events of Monday Night Raw, we had the second chance triple threat match with Matt Riddle, Elias, and Jeff Hardy. It started out pretty quick. Elias throwing uh, Jeff Hardy around, beating on him. Matt Riddle getting beat on pretty well. And Matt Riddle uh, ended up picking up the victory. And and he's now he's now the fifth member of the team. And now Sheamus is pissed at AJ because it's apparently AJ's fault. And he's got a problem with Matt Riddle. But he's nervous around AJ's big uh, bodyguard there. As I sit here enjoying Raw, the reason my tone and voice is calm and quiet is because I'm holding my, my baby. And I don't want to startle him. I don't want him to get all worked up and get aggravated. But uh, we got... Uh, oh, Lord. Seamus says, AJ's not my captain. So anyway, Matt Riddle wins the second chance triple threat match tonight. And uh, is now a member of Team Raw. And apparently AJ is not Seamus' captain. And apparently AJ is not Braun Strowman's captain. And I think that was kind of a knock at the presidency thing. As they're talking about, you know, he's not my captain. Kind of like people would say, he's not my president. But you cashed that fucking check, didn't you? Anyway, it is what it is. We'll see what's next as uh, things are transpiring. Matt Riddle will be the fifth member of Team Raw for the best of the best Survivor Series 5-on-5 match, Raw versus SmackDown. So we come back from commercial break to witness uh, Drew Gulak petitioning his way in or trying to petition his way into the Hurt Business. Apparently wearing a clip-on tie as R-Truth would regain his 24-7 European something-something-something I-95 championship after the Hurt Business would put a beat down on uh, Drew Gulak there and then R-Truth makes the, the run-in to get the, uh, the 24-7 title back. And now, of course, Lana is making her way to the ring. I don't know exactly who she's fixing to take on, but Lana is making her way to the ring. And uh, I, I don't know who she's taking on, but I'm sure by the end of the match, she will probably be meeting the announce table as she has gone through the announce table pretty much every Monday night for, God, at least a month now, if not longer. So we'll see how it goes tonight for Lana and the, uh, the announcer's table as Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler seem to love putting her through the announce table. So it seems there's some trouble between the ladies of Team Raw as Shayna Baszler took on Lana and beat her fairly quickly in a in a strong fashion with the uh, what is that thing the the what's her finisher what clutch is that I don't forgot. I don't know. She choked her out with her finishing hold. I can't even remember what it's called now. I'll think of it in a minute after I get off the podcast. But uh, after 
Shayna Baszler beat Lana. Nia Jax goes over where Dana Brooks and Mandy Rose is to clear the table and set her up for number eight as it's been seven times now that Lana has been through the announcer's table. And I, and Raw's not over yet. It's only eight o'clock, so she could still get number eight in. Number eight could still happen because we know Nia Jax has a match tonight against Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, and Lana, you know, Lana sticks her nose in people's business, so... She may stick her fucking nose in her business and get her little blonde dumbass thrown through a table again. But, you know, like her husband Mero said, she's got a she's she's a super strong woman because I mean hell, she's been through the same table seven times. Tonight they'll Yeah, she's not as strong as the table. But uh she'll probably uh they'll probably make it eight tonight at some point. But anyway, we watched Shayna Baszler pick up that victory and then we seen a segment in the back where Mandy and Dana told Lana to just stay out of their way. And now, of course, AJ Styles has come to the ring. And I don't know if AJ Styles is about to run his mouth for 20 minutes or if he's about to wrestle. But uh, AJ Styles, who says he's the self-proclaimed team captain of Team Raw, is now in the ring, guys. So we'll see what's coming our way next. But, you know, congratulations to Shayna Baszler on beating Lana. And uh, congratulations on the announce table for not having to catch Lana's dumb ass again. So as we get back on our raw commentary of the night, as Matt Riddle is pulling double duty for some reason, that's not uh, something that Raw likes to do is have anybody compete twice in one night unless, of course, they're wrestling under a mask or some shit. But uh, Matt Riddle pulling double duty as he's teaming up with Keith Lee to take on Sheamus and Braun Strowman. And uh, AJ Styles is a special guest referee. Apparently this was another one of those things where AJ had a bright idea, and somebody thought it was smart, and so AJ booked a triple threat match between Braun Strowman, Sheamus, and Keith Lee last week. Now he's booked himself a referee spot where he's refereeing a tag match between his, uh, you know, his other four members of Team Raw, uh, as Braun Strowman was just standing on the hair of Matt Riddle. Yeah, I think WWE's just kind of running out of shit to do and uh ways to build things up so at this point having someone like aj styles run around you know getting told that you're not my captain and playing referee and all this shit is you know just ways of time filler i, I don't feel like this is a good fit for aj i mean it's it's funny yeah i mean i get it it's good but it's not you're not building you're not building an angle here. I mean, you're building more of an angle for your show than you are building up to the Raw match at or the Raw and SmackDown match at Survivor Series is what I'm trying to say. You need to have these guys working as a team invading SmackDown, attacking Team SmackDown, trying to get them to fight each other, not, not fighting each other on Raw. That's not how you do it. That's not how you do it at all. You want to get your guys and you want to go over to SmackDown on Friday night and you want to bother them and you want your SmackDown guys to come over to Raw and bother your guys, building up the suspense of getting their hands on each other at Survivor Series instead of this shit. I mean, granted, I'd like to see Matt Riddle get his ass kicked. I'd love to see him and Braun Strowman in a legitimate match. I'd love to see him and Goldberg in a fucking fight, bro. Because I'm so sick of the original bro. I don't like him, but it is what it is. We got ourselves a tag match, and AJ Styles is the guest referee, and his big-ass fucking mountain of a bodyguard is out there. So as we carry on here, I'll, I'll 
bring you the results the best I can, and, and I'll try to be, well, I won't lie. I ain't gonna try to be unbiased. I'm gonna say it like it is. If it sucks, it sucks. So as this match broke away into, I don't even know if you call it a four-way brawl or just a shit show, but uh, AJ got bumped like three times. He took a real solid uh, spinning toe kick looking shit from Matt the Bro Man Riddle. He got uh, a hot tag from Keith Lee and Braun Strowman. And uh, then all of a sudden there was a couple of blind tags and Seamus blind tagged himself in, bro kicked Braun off the apron, got rolled up by the bro, and uh, that was it. The bro and Keith Lee won the match. And now AJ's trying to separate Seamus and Braun because they they can't get along, obviously. You, you, you just, you know, we're, we're working that angle and it's just, same old shit, different day, and, and my wife, I guess, doesn't realize that I was paying attention to the fact that the, we just watched the same shit transpire with the women. It was like, babe, you realize they're doing the same shit with women? I said, yeah, that's what I'm bitching about. They, they don't have anything original to do. And they don't. They don't have anything original to do with them. They're, uh... They're, uh, using the women to do the same angle as the men, and of course, there is Miss Bliss... Miss Alexa, I don't even know if we should call her little Miss Bliss, Alexa Bliss anymore. She's wearing a yowie wowie skirt looking blue jean thing with a shirt under it and her hair up. And she's going to go crazy in a minute. But, you know, somebody says the fiend or him or something. She's ripping flowers apart. So we only know what's going to happen. But uh, we, we got a, a double whammy there as Matt Riddle was in his second match of the night. Him and Keith Lee took up the victory and i just i don't know i couldn't get into that match i don't know why but it just i don't know it is what it is we'll, we'll, we'll carry on as we go so it looks like we're getting ready to have bobby lashley defend the united states championship uh and word just broke that next week on raw cedric alexander and shelton benjamin will be tagging up to take on the new day for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, and with that said, uh, that that should be a damn good match. I mean, I, I like Cedric Alexander, and I love, uh, I've always loved Shelton Benjamin. He's a damn good athlete. College gate wrestler, he was, you know, great amateur wrestler. But um, that'll be a damn good match next week. But uh, coming up next is Bobby Lashley. And then... Uh, Bobby Lashley and I'm not exactly sure who he's taking on but we'll find out here in just a minute I do believe they said the United States Championship was on the line um, as we saw R-Truth retain or regain his 24-7 um, championship uh, of the world anyway we're getting ready to uh, roll on guys as we go along I'll kind of soundbite it together for you so bobby lashley defended his united states championship against uh titus o'neill who come out hot and heavy laid in some solid blows and then he got speared and beat with the hurt lock by bobby lashley to retain the u.s championship and now we uh seen an interview segment with nia Jax talking about how she's in charge now she's wrestling nia or nia's wrestling oscar the Raw Women's Champion, and of course, like I said, Lana may end up going through the table for the eighth time, because Lana and Dana Brooks, 
uh, Mandy Rose and Shayna Baszler are all at ringside watching uh, Nia Jax take on Asuka as Asuka has her wrapped up in a uh, very modified abdominal stretch. And uh, Nia's trying to find a way out of it, and she did. Asuka takes Nia down, puts her in the arm bar. And then Nia rolling out of it. Got the ropes. So we do have Asuka taking on Nia Jax right now. Uh, stand by as Lana may go through that announcer's table for the eighth time. Some At some point. Especially if Nia Jax loses and is pissed. But she's about to kill Asuka. Oh, God. She grabs Asuka in the powerbomb position, pulls her outside the ring, and slings her into the guardrail. All right. So, like I said, stand by. Lana may go through the announcer's table for the eighth time. So, Nia Jax does not beat Asuka. Shayna Baszler gets involved, beating down Asuka, and then Dana Brooks and uh, Mandy Rose jump. Shayna, and of course, eight. Eight is the lucky number. Not lucky number seven, but lucky number eight. As Lana got involved and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler put that bitch to the announcer's table for the eighth fucking consecutive time. Sorry about your damn luck, Lana. You met the announcer's table again. Congratulations. And now we're getting ready. It looks like they're talking about the six-man tag match that'll be coming our way here shortly, guys as it was great to see Lana get put through the announcer's table. And did you see her ugly fucking gear? Finally, they get her out of the, the, the Natty by Nature, the heart-looking shit that she was wearing, and they didn't even take the time to make her gear fit her appropriately or even look like it was worth the price that she should have quote-unquote paid for it because she would have spent billions of dollars on her gear because she's the high-class Ravishing Russian Lana. So why in the hell would you send her out there looking like, well, trash? But it is what it is. So R-Truth did an interview segment. Said he was going out to the ring to do a, a GQ7 something photo shoot. Come to find out he had just won his title back and he's on the way to the ring to do a seven man 24-7 title match. And... uh he lost to Tozawa, and then Tozawa lost it to Eric, and Eric lost it to Drew Gallagher. Drew Gallagher lost it to Tucker. Now Tucker's beating up on the little Mexican guys. R-Truth jumps in and knocks Tucker on his ass, thank God. Tucky deserves it as soon as he turned on Odie. R-Truth gets turned around by Drew Gallagher. He grabs Drew Gallagher. And he's going to hit, uh, well, Drew Gulak gets out of it. Oh, Eric just nails our truth And then Drew takes out Eric. Tozawa takes out Drew. Tucky takes out Tozawa. One of the little Mexican guys nails Tucker. Okay, and then another little Mexican guy jumps off the rope. I think that is Grand Metalik. And I don't know what the other one's name is. Grand Metalik wins the belt. <laughs> and then his own friend rolls him up for the cover. Grand Metalik just got beat by his friend. So we've had, what, like five or six new 24-7 champions here in the past two seconds? And then R-Truth takes both of them out, grabs dude. AA, attitude adjustment, FU, whatever you want to call it. He stole John Cena's finishing move. 
and retains the 24-7 championship. He's like the 50th time. He jumps up in the air, clicks his heels like a little leprechaun would, and runs off. Truth's gone. He's running like he stole it. And everybody's chasing after him. I love R-Truth. He cracks me up. That was great. That was a... That was a 27-something European I-95 GQ European Championship seven-man scramble. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. R-Truth ended up leaving with the... So we snap back in as Ricochet comes to the ring to take on Ali, Mustafa Ali, the leader of Retribution, trying to get a little Retribution himself for uh, the attack from Ali and Retribution last week on Raw. Uh, to no avail, Ricochet does lose, but they had a Hell Aces match, a big backstabber off the top rope from Mustafa, and then this corkscrew spinning poncha off the top rope. Taking out, uh, what's his name, T-Bar, Slapjack, and uh, Mace or some shit. I don't know. And then when uh, Ricochet comes off the top rope, Ricochet puts him in that Koji clutch and puts him to sleep. So Ricochet loses via chokeout. Uh, but, you know, he was outnumbered anyway. He was... Uh, Definitely way outnumbered there, but he put up a good fight, pretty good match there. But uh, it is what it is. Ricochet lost, and now we got a video package here with Randy Orton talking, getting ready for his match. Uh, as he's talking to Adam Pierce. Next week, Randy will defend the title against Drew McIntyre. And then he just put his hands on that bald goof, Adam Pierce. Randy is about to shoot the messenger. I hate to tell him, but the messenger is about to get shot. Randy has Adam Pierce by the lapels of his jacket slammed against the wall. He's pissed about having to defend his title against Drew McIntyre next week. Randy's music hits and he makes his way down to the ring to get started for the main event, the six-man tag match. So now that the main event is complete, we watched as Randy Orton tagged up with Miz and Morrison and took on Drew McIntyre and the New Day. And uh, Miz and Morrison picked up the victory as Randy Orton left them high and dry. Randy Orton refused to take the tag to John Morrison to get in the ring with, excuse me, to get in the ring with Drew McIntyre, and that left his team to fend for themselves. Miz picked up the victory for his team, and they moved on winning the main event. So that was the conclusion of Raw. It is what it is. We've got Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre next week for the WWE Championship, and we'll see how that goes. I don't figure Randy will lose this soon, but you never know. But uh, Raw, Raw was Raw. I can't even argue with it anymore. It's, it's just what it is.